When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone. The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release. And just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release. So don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. While the box office might be, uh, we'll say, it's good, but not blowing us away, yeah. what is remarkable about this oh, film man. is the critical reception, mm-hmm. y'all. <laughs> I cannot believe it, Trace. Cannot believe it. So here's the thing. Um, so everyone, in case you don't know, this is the only Saw film to have a fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It has the best reviews out of any film in the Saw franchise. Uh, mm-hmm. We're looking at an 85%, whereas I think the next one down is the original film's 55%. And yep. So I had people ask me, like, oh, my God, is it really that good? Is it really that much better than the other Saw films? And that's not how an aggregate works. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. And so so here's where we're gonna, do we recommend this film, Joe? A, mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly recommend this film. I don't think it's necessarily like, oh, it's so much better than all the other films. I just think it's that more people have come around to this franchise over the past 20 years. Oh, that's a bit of an interesting hot take. I will co-sign with you. I definitely heartily endorse this film, particularly if you like Saw films. If you don't love them, I don't know that this one's really going to change your mind. Though I will join the somewhat great chorus of people saying this feels like a slightly more mature and patient Saw film. And I think that's the thing I really truly appreciated about it is that it acknowledges we are interested in John Kramer, aka Mm -hmm. Jigsaw, as well as Amanda as proper characters. And it's not just about the traps so for me this film succeeds the most in that sort of lengthy meandering table setting opening act where we're just spending time with john kramer as a fucking person well and that's what kind of frustrated about people that were saying oh yeah it's like the only saw film with an actual story and i was like wait wait, 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 wait." no that's not fair the saw franchise (laughs) has story for days and then some etc 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 sometimes to its detriment right i think One of the things that people complain about with Saw is that it doesn't often give its characters like the ones we put through the traps are often not proper characters. So we get to know John, we get to know Amanda, we get to know Hoffman Yeah, for whatever your mileage varies. But I would argue the problem with that is that it happens over the course of a franchise, right? Like you have to be in Saw to appreciate the kind of character depth that they're building, but it doesn't happen over just one film. Whereas this film feels like, oh, we're getting a lot of really good backstory and emotional beats, which is something I'm not used to seeing in a Saw film. Yes, I don't think we've had emotional beats like these since really Saw 3. And you could argue maybe Saw 6, but like, again, Mm -hmm. because we don't have John and Amanda in that movie, like we don't have a lot of opportunities for those. But I will say, so if y'all are like sitting here like, Joe, Trace, um, I'm not a really big fan of the Saw franchise. I've seen one maybe you've seen two do i need Mm -hmm. to see the others to walk into this movie and get anything i would argue no i would argue hypothetically hypothetically even Mm -hmm. if you've never seen a film in the saw franchise 
this is the easiest sequel to walk into cold. Yeah, I think you would still struggle with some of the stuff. Like we we had a critic friend of ours who happened to be seeing it with a friend who had never seen any of them. Mm-hmm. And apparently that friend was a little bit confused, but it wasn't to the detriment of enjoying the film. Like he could still follow it. He just had questions about like, why are they calling him Jigsaw? How is he known in Mexico versus wherever the other films are set? When does this take place exactly? Exactly, and so on. But I would argue those are, you know, those are overcomable obstacles. Like, do you need to know who Hoffman is to get enjoyment out of this film? No, uh, no he's spoiler alert. He's only in the post credit sequence. Um, but like, if you, I would say see one. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen two, the only thing that's going to hurt you here is that basically the twist of that movie, Amanda being in on it, is going to be spoiled for you. But exactly, yeah, yeah. This film takes place between one and two. It is, despite being the longest film in the franchise, it is the simplest narratively. I think, and I don't mean mm-hmm. that as a negative. It's just it's the most streamlined. Yeah, it's very easy to follow. There's only a couple of flashbacks, and Mm -hmm. they happen in the quote-unquote twist reveal at the end, which I would argue is not even a twist reveal, because if you think that John Kramer has been bested by this woman, uh, you have never seen a film, I would argue. Oh my god, this woman too. One of my, honestly, Ah, outside of Amanda, she she is the best new addition to this franchise. Like, Mm -hmm. just someone who goes toe-to-toe with John on his moral code, throwing accusations against him that critics have been throwing against his franchise for years. Mm -hmm. That was the most meta part of the film. But again, it was done so well that it never took me out of the film. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories, if you're brave enough. (laughs) 